a word from the Lord. Yeah. Amen. That is the most important thing. We come to hear a word from the Lord. And so if you would, I don't know what your custom is here, but um, you can locate. I always say locate in your Bible because people use uh, digital Bibles now, iPads. And so I went to a church one time. Everybody had iPads. I'm like, go ahead, turn your Bibles. And they're like, we don't turn our Bibles here. <laughs> we, we find, we locate. So now I say locate in your Bibles. First uh, Corinthians chapter 6. First Corinthians chapter number 6. God's will we'll find our foundation scripture from. And we'll be reading verses 19 and 20. Two simple verses. Two simple verses of scripture. Do a little something special at our church. If you if you have that, just say I love the word. I love the word. Amen. If you're still looking, say I'm falling in love, preacher. I think everybody loves the word. All right. First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Here's what it says. It says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple or the temple of the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Read that again. He says, or do you not know, and I'm reading from the ESV, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost, whom you have from God. You, me, Tim, and everybody else are not our own, for we were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And for a subject title of this sermon, or preach on the subject, is your house haunted? Look at somebody and say, ask them a question, say, excuse me. Look at somebody, find somebody, look at them and say, excuse me. Is your house haunted? Today is not a bad haunting. 
Uh, I'm not talking about ghouls and goblins and uh, evil things. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, the haunting of the Holy Spirit. Uh, in the scripture we just read in Corinthians, Paul says that our body is the, is the temple or the sanctuary or the house of the Holy Spirit. Uh, every born again believer has the Holy Ghost. Every born again believer, if you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit. Uh, Ephesians 1.13 says this, In whom you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believe, God said he sealed you or fills you with the Holy Spirit. Uh, so in other words, when you decided to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, your house became haunted. Uh, I don't want y'all to miss that. When you accepted Christ, your house, your temple, your sanctuary became haunted. Uh, see, having a haunted house is not a bad thing. See, there is no need to call Ghostbusters. Uh, I don't think Bill Murray can do another Ghostbusters anyway. I, there's no need to call the ghost hunters to rid yourself of the ghost that is in your house. You don't want to get rid of this ghost. See, there are some spirits that you want to get rid of, but this spirit, this ghost, you want to have. Uh, and I want to just give you a few quick points today of why you want your house to be haunted. Uh, the first thing I want you to know is that if your house is haunted, you have a spirit that comforts you in your house. Uh, watch what Jesus says in John 16 and 7. Jesus says that it is good for me to go away because if I don't go away, the comforter or the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit will not come. See, when your house is haunted, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And the Bible says he is a spirit of comfort. I don't know about you, but life sometimes has a way of throwing us curveballs. Uh, life throws a curveball better than Justin Verlander. Uh, yes, we're in the World Series and Verlander can pitch, but life has a way of throwing us curveballs. Uh, if you live long enough, life will hit you with a curveball. People ask me all the time, I love to use quotes when I preach. And people ask me, use a lot of quotes and a lot of stories. What is your favorite quote? And people laugh when I tell them my favorite quote. I say, my favorite quote comes from Mike Tyson. They're like, who? Like, Mike Tyson. They're like, Mike Tyson is fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. One of my favorite quotes comes from Mike Tyson. And here's what Mike Tyson said. He said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. I kid you not. When Mike Tyson was in his prime, everybody had a plan going into the fight with Mike Tyson that this is how you beat Iron Mike Tyson. This is how you beat the champ. This is what you do. He said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And I thought about that. I said, man, we all have plans of how we want to live our life. 
We all got to get mapped out sometimes. We're going to go, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're going to get here, we're going to invest, we're going to send our kids to this school, we're going to get married, no problems, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, the plan that we have, somehow life punches us in the face. Have you ever been punched in the face by life? Where life just knocks you down and knocks you out. See, but I found out uh, Mike Tyson, when he was undefeated, uh, he was going up against a guy named Buster Douglas. Yeah, we remember that Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson, and Buster Douglas was a big-time underdog to Mike Tyson. And they got in the ring, and in the very first round, Buster Douglas came out swinging, and he had a plan, and then he got punched in the face. And in the first round, Buster Douglas went down. But watch this, Buster Douglas didn't stay down. Buster Douglas got up, and he went on to defeat Mike Tyson. And you say, what are you saying, Pastor Chris? What are you trying to get at? I got news for you. No matter how hard life punches you in the face, if you can look up, you can get up. And if you just get up off your back and continue to fight, you will win every battle, every struggle that life throws at you. Because there is comfort on the inside of you. Uh, see, if you lose your job, the comforter is still on the inside of you. If you have a death in the family, the comforter is still on the inside of you. If your car breaks down and you don't know where the money's coming from, the comforter is still on the inside of you and he's still haunting you and telling you it's going to be okay. You want your house to be haunted by the ghost. <clears throat> Watch this. You can rest when you have comfort on the inside of you and your house is haunted. Uh, you can sleep when nobody else can sleep. You can rest assured because you have assurance that God's going to work out all things for your good because that's what he said in his word. So the first thing you have to understand that when your house is haunted, you have a comforting spirit. Uh, the second thing, that if your house is haunted, you'll make better decisions. Uh, when your house is haunted, you'll begin to make better Decisions. See, you thought that scary movies were bad. But when your house is haunted, you'll start to hear voices. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll prove it to you in the Bible. When your house is haunted, you'll start to really hear some voices. Uh, when you get ready to go and do the wrong thing, that voice says, don't do that. Uh, when you get ready to commit adultery, that voice will speak to you and say, stop. Uh, when you get ready to do the wrong thing and send a text message that you know you shouldn't send, there's voices that that ghost begins to speak and that Holy Ghost begins to tell you this is not what you need to do. You will begin to hear things. Uh, it's in the word John 14 and 26. Jesus tells us that the Holy Ghost will speak to us and bring things to our remembrance that which I said unto you. See, I thought when I was in the world, things were scary. But when I got saved, things really got scary. Because just when I got ready to walk into the club and go and dance with some ladies and do some things I shouldn't do, voices started speaking and saying, what are you doing going this way? You know you need to be in the church. You know you need to be at home. You know you need to be reading your word. And those voices would get to me. But that was the Holy Ghost speaking on the inside because my house was haunted. When your house is haunted, you make better decisions because sometimes that voice 
gets annoyed. You're like, Lord, I hear you. I got it. I know. I know. I, I hear you. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got a daughter. She's four years old. And sometimes I got to tell my daughter stuff over and over and over again. And I found out that I'm just like my daughter in God's eyes. Sometimes he has to tell me stuff over and over and over again. I said, okay, God, I got it. I hear you speaking. I hear what you're trying to tell me. So my decisions got better because my house was haunted. Oh, watch this. The third thing is that when your house is haunted, you have a supernatural power. See, there's one thing to have power. But there's another thing to have supernatural power. Uh, in John 14, Jesus says, greater works shall we do. Not just the disciples that he was talking to. He said, greater works shall we do than what he did because I go unto the Father. And the reason that we can do greater things than Jesus is because he has put his spirit on the inside of us and the same power that Jesus had, we have on the inside of us. That is a reason to rejoice right there that we can go out and pray and we can see the sick become healed. We can go out and pray and communities can be changed. We can go out and make a difference because we have power on the inside of us. that power that's on the inside of you, darkness has to get out of the way. Amen. I told my church, I said, if the lights were out in this church and I hit a light switch, what happens? What gets out of the way? It's like darkness gets out of the way. I said, now, if we're the light of the world, if we're children of the light, and light is on the inside of us, if we begin to access the power and hit the power switch on the inside of us, there's some dark places and some dark things that will just get out of the way because light always overpowers darkness. Yeah. Uh, I got news for you in the beginnings. Don't worry about trying to do things on your own. Because God has given you power on the inside of you in the form of his precious Holy Spirit. Oh, what a blessing it is to know that my house is haunted. You should know today that if your house is haunted, you are blessed beyond belief. Uh, this is why everywhere I go, I can't get away from the ghost. Everywhere I go, the ghost is always with me. Every step that I take, the ghost is always with me. David writes in Psalm 139, 7 through 16, where can I go to escape your spirit or your presence? And he says, there's nowhere that I can go to get away from this ghost that is haunting me on the inside. And I'm glad that everywhere I go, the ghost goes with me. I'm glad that everywhere I go, there's power. I'm glad that I'll make better decisions. I'm glad that he's given me light to light up a dark world on the inside of me. See, watch this. You can leave the church, but you can't leave the ghost. You can stop coming to Bible study, 
but you can't stop the ghost from speaking to you. You can hide from Pastor Tim, but you can't hide from the ghost. See, I got news for you. He goes home with you when you leave this place. If you come over to New Day, the ghost is still coming with you. He goes to the clubs when you go to the club. He goes to the bar with you if you go to the bar. And he's trying to tell you the whole time that I am here and you don't have to do the things that you're doing. You can never escape the ghost. Uh, he lies down his head with the ghost. Uh, he goes to school with teenagers. The ghost is always with you because he abides on the inside of us. And oh, what a blessing it is to know that the ghost is in me. And the ghost will haunt me. And the ghost will do be greater than any, any other celebration of Halloween we could ever imagine. The real haunting that we want is the haunting of the Holy Spirit. The real haunting we want is the haunting of the Holy Ghost. And I found out the reason we have this great power on the inside of us is because Jesus died for us. <coughs> Jesus died for us. The Bible says that he came down from heaven. He stripped himself of all of his glory. He took on the form of a man, wrapped himself in flesh, and he lived a sinless life. The Bible says that he went to Mount Calvary. For you and for me, he was lied on, he was spit on, he was mocked, and they hung him on a cross. And they put the nail in his right hand, they put the nail in his left hand, they pierced him in his side. But the Bible says that he hung his head in the locks of his shoulders and he gave up the ghost. When Jesus died for him, he gave up the ghost. He gave up the power just so that we could have life and that we could be saved and bring light to a dark world. So today, if your house is not haunted, I know Pastor Tim is going to come back up. If your house is not haunted, you want your house to be haunted. And you want to get to know Jesus. Because the only way your house can be haunted is if you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He died for you. And all you have to do is accept him as Lord and Savior. And I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you.